This is episode 51 with Andreas Jones. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Hey, hey, men of abundance, it is Aloha Friday once again, and you know how much I love this day. And of course, everybody loves Friday, but it's especially wonderful out here in Hawaii, especially this time of year because the weather is absolutely perfect. I love, love, love the holiday season. I know we're just getting started in November, but hey, I'm already playing Christmas music. (laughs) I just love it. I could listen to Christmas music all year long. And it's funny because people always ask me, don't you miss the snow Uh, during the holidays and stuff like that? I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. I never had snow for the holidays. And come to think of it, Jesus didn't have snow around Christmas either, but that's for a whole other conversation. Today I have the honor of introducing you to yet another veteran and another entrepreneur who is doing amazing things. I'm going to talk about him and bring him out in just a second, but of course before we do that I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to be abundant in your life today and remind you to simply go to iTunes and subscribe to Men of Abundance. Leave us a rating and review that really helps us out in Go moving up in the rankings so that more people can find us. And once you listen to this show, and if it's something that you resonate with and you absolutely love, and you know somebody else is going to like it too, share this with your social media, share this show, share Men of Abundance with everybody that you come in contact with. Doing those two things is by far the greatest honor that you could give me by leaving a rating and review and sharing Men of Abundance with other people. Now, our featured guest today is Andreas Jones. Andreas is the founder of Combat Business Coaching, number one best-selling author of Business Leader Combat, business strategist, leadership consultant, Army combat veteran, columnist, and featured contributor at Forbes, The Huffington Post, Lifehack.org, and BizCatalyst360.com. Andreas works with business owners and business leaders to help them build high-performing businesses so that they can have more profits, fans, and freedom, and grow their business without stress, overwhelm, and burnout in any economy. I mean, seriously, who wouldn't want that for their business, right? But of course, Andreas and I don't just talk business, because here on Men of Abundance, as you know, we like to get to know the man behind the greatness and the man behind the abundance. So Andreas definitely gets personal in this conversation. Andreas, welcome to Men of Abundance. Hi, thank you for having me, Wally. And it's my pleasure. I'm glad to get you on. But where are you at in the world? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. My son's down in Georgia. He's at Fort Stewart. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. It's uh, military. Military, army, of course. Yeah. He works on satellite systems and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, he's on the phone right now with my wife as we speak on uh, what is today the 10th uh, 10th of august or uh, goodness i am lost the 10th of october <laughs> <laughs> what what month is it man so uh but yeah we're planning on him coming in, him and his wife coming out here for uh for the holidays so we're looking forward to that how long you been down there i've been in atlanta uh, since 2012 
I, you know, I like Atlanta. When I was uh, many years ago, I was stationed in El Paso, but I used to go to Atlanta quite often because I would always have to go visit our war trace units. I worked in a hospital and in a military mm-hmm. hospital and anytime any of our doctors and medics and nurses and stuff deployed or went out on training we had reserve units that would backfill us so i always went to the reserve conference down in atlanta what a great place it is awesome i love it um yeah it's it's been great to me i really love atlanta yeah it's nice down there so i like to start out each show the way i basically start out every morning which is with an attitude of gratitude what do you have to be grateful for today andres uh, what I have to be grateful for today, I'll have to say um, my wife, um, she's just been amazing to me. Um, I'm a man of many flaws, and uh, for for God to, to bless her with the grace to put up and deal with me and help me through some of my challenges, it's, it's been great to see um, from where we started from to where we are at this point. Yeah, and isn't it great to have just an amazing woman by your side i do too it's just the most amazing thing and i commend you for uh praising her like that oh absolutely so before we got started i basically gave a very brief bio very very brief intro about who you are because really men of abundance what we're all about is we want to get to know the man behind the greatness we want to get to know the man behind the abundance and everything you're doing and we'll get into all that stuff but i'd like for you to introduce yourself and get a little bit personal Oh, absolutely. Um, so as my bio said, uh, my name is Andreas Jones. Um, it's a quick backstory of my life and uh, from where I started from to this point. Uh, so I was born um, in Jamaica. Um, Jamaica is a small country in the Caribbean, population of about 2.6 million people, and with a poverty rate of about 85%. And so that's kind of the backdrop of my life. Um, being tested and challenged in that situation, uh, being one of six boys. Um, so just just being in that environment has uh, really prepared me um, to get to this point. I um, grew up with my parents. Both my parents uh, were small business owners. Um, went to an all-boy high school, uh, graduated high school, and went, migrated to the United States from Jamaica. And then went straight into the U.S. Army, um, served nine years in the Army, um, which was uh, probably the best nine years of my life. It it was amazing. Um, I I was a Boy Scout, and so, you know, I was kind of used to um, outdoorsy military type stuff. And um, but my time in the military, um, it really prepared me for life in more ways than one. Yeah, that I found the same experience as well. And uh, how long were you in the military? Uh, nine years oh, nine in the years. army. Yeah, so you you cut it off just before that ten year mark, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was right there too. I was right at that nine ten year mark, and I was spent. I was done. At at, at um, my wife and I had sat down, and at seven years of marriage, we had realized we had literally been together like physically together less than three years because of all the deployments, schools, field exercises, and all that kind of stuff, literally less than three years. So it was taking a toll on, on our family. So we ended up in a good location, actually, when we bought that time frame and um, kind of caught my second wind, so to speak. And then there it was 25 years later. <laughs> yeah. Retired a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now. Wow. Oh, congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was a good ride. It was a good ride. So what did you do in the Army? 
Uh, so I had uh, two um, specialties. I was a military police and uh, also supply chain uh, specialist. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I always say whenever I'm deployed is the two people that you need to really get to know very well uh, are the MPs and the the folks that run the dining facility. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that's the best in deployment you gotta you gotta have make good friends with the food folks so yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it makes deployment that much easier yeah yeah make exactly deployments must be that much easier yeah yeah before the internet it used to be the mail handlers but they just hardly exist anymore yeah yeah now they got um they, they got contracts with was both offense in afghanistan and all the good stuff so it's mm-hmm. so like a full-fledged milling operation over there now yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're the second person that I've talked to so far that's from Jamaica, and he had an amazing background as well. John Cornelius McCaskill is his name. He was episode 14. And I'm telling you, he didn't have entrepreneur background like your parents did, like you mentioned, but they truly support his entrepreneurial endeavors, which is really, Mm -hmm. really cool. And I found that to be true from many people that are from that part of the world is there do you think there's any specific reason for that um i think the 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 overarching reason is because of the poverty rate there's not much uh opportunities for like corporate cultures and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so you kind of have to blaze your own trail and you kind of you're kind of forced into becoming creative and and trying to make money when you're looking at a country of 2.5 2.6 million people which is about an average american city um, with the 85% poverty rate, um, you can just imagine how the opportunities are scarce. And even the, the professional jobs, the, the, the teachers, uh, the policemen, firemen, those are great jobs. But the pay, um, it, it doesn't provide for a sustainable lifestyle right. for your family. So you almost have to get creative in figuring out a way how to, to generate income, how to... Um, to, to survive and take care of your family and so um you know that t- entrepreneurial spirit is is kind of forced out of you um whether you like it or not because you're you're just in that tough spot where you have to either make a decision to to fold or to keep fighting yeah that makes a lot of sense for sure because with immigrants in general i mean with people and we use this term immigrants as being thrown around so frequently it's just crazy all of the united states is immigrants and here we are today we're speaking on columbus day which i have my own opinion about that and that's for a different show yeah don't get me started (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sure we can have a great conversation about that uh and we will at some point for sure i'm i'm absolutely sure of it but we're all immigrants. Everybody in this, in this United States, North America, is immigrants other than the natives who are already here. And for people that are coming over, they're, they're running from, not necessarily running, they're just trying to go towards something that's a better opportunity that will allow them to build a better family, a better lifestyle for their family, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, along the way, I know uh, anybody that I talk to, either on men of abundance or off and anybody who's moving forward doing anything in life better in themselves better in other people better in their community there's some kick in the gut moments and this is part of the way that on men of abundance i like to get to know the person behind the greatness and the person behind the abundance is to get to know that kick in the gut moment and i'd love to hear that story and then we'll go into basically a pivot point and how you recovered from that Oh, absolutely. So I'll say the kick in the gut moment for me. 
um, was nine months into starting my business. I had this great plan, excitement, and nine months into my business, I realized that I only had one client in nine months. I was like, wow, did I make a mistake? Um, you know, then um, you get in that dilemma of uh, should I you know, just go back into the corporate world? Should I go back into the military? Um, you know, I've spent all this money. I've made a mistake. I've, it was just a period of beating myself up mentally and um, emotionally. And it started taking a toll not only on me but on my marriage and then <clears throat> in that same in that same breath um my wife uh, was pregnant um with with our first child and so in that nine months I, I i was just going it was it was tough and so it was about thanksgiving um we got a call from the doctors to go in um to the hospital um and we spent thanksgiving in a hospital my wife had lost a baby and um it was just a tough time but kind of the backstory leading up to that point of me nine months in was uh i recognized that i was missing something i wasn't doing something right so i tried reaching out to uh this guy that i researched and i thought uh, maybe if i could get some time with him he could help me mentor me um you know from the military he was he had a military background also and I know how we take care of each other in the military. And so I, I reached out to him about eight times before I got a, a response. And then when I once I got a response, it was in that same time period. Um, he called about two days before, before Thanksgiving, you know, asking me, um, how's everything going? I, I was explaining to him my situation. And, um, you know, we kind of got off the phone at, at that point. And he said, he'll get in touch with me. He'll, you know, think about, you know what he can do to work with me and help me and so you know thanksgiving spent the day in the hospital thanksgiving my wife losing her baby and then black friday he called me and asked me if i'm ready to work with him and um i explained to him my situation that you know this just not a good time for me at this point um there's just a lot going on and uh he, he challenged me he said um if it's your dream, and I know it's a real tough time for you right now, but if it's your dream, why would you wait one more day to pursue it? And in that moment, I had to make a decision. I could use the crutch of my wife and our tough time um, losing our baby as an excuse, as a way out of uh, fight, fighting on, or I could put it all aside dig deep inside and figure a way out of this muck and this um, rut that I was in. And so I, uh, I told him, yes, I'll work with him. I did not have all the money to work with him. And so I uh, used about four different credit cards and debit cards to pay, to pay, to pay for our services. <laughs> and um, all of this while I couldn't tell my wife because it, it was, she was, torn up emotional about the whole situation so I couldn't tell her that hey babe I'm about to use four cards to pay for the service um, it was kind of a, it was just a real tough spot and a real tough decision and um, in, uh, in making that decision um, it totally turned everything around for me personally mentally emotionally um, 
my business um, turn around in that one moment, in that one decision point where I had to um, make that decision of uh, go forward or use a really, really, really good excuse that I had that is valid and anyone could understand. But um, just reflecting on it at this point, it was um, that test of everything that I've learned in the military. Uh, you know, that we fight down to the last bullet. If we run out of bullets, we go to bayonets. And we just keep fighting until the last breath. And uh, that's kind of that mentality I kind of took on in that moment to say, okay, I really want this business to work because this business is bigger than me. It's I'm doing it so I can make a better, family, a better life for my family and myself. And I'm doing it so I could, uh, you know, free up some time to be able to spend with my wife and be be there for her the way she has been there for me throughout my time in the military and everything else that we have been through and um so that was just a real kick in the gut moment for me um in making that decision andreas that is definitely a serious kick in the gut moment and i can completely relate with just about everything you just said i've been through that myself so much to learn from that my goodness um I mean, where do I start? You know, just the being able to make that decision. Uh, Men of Abundance, you listen to this story and you just got to understand that the timing to do what you want to do for yourself and your family, your community or whatever it is, it is never going to be perfect. It's never going to be right. In fact, it's probably going to be the time when you're in a situation so you know, such a kick in the gut moment that Andreas just explained in his story, it's going to be like that. It's going to be that point in time. Most of the people that I personally talk to that do amazing things from nothing to just, you know, amazing. And it takes time. It's not overnight. But most of them were really kicked when they were, they were kicked in the gut and then kicked lower. If you know what I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> it just it, and then that's when they made that pivot point. That's when they made that decision. That's when they said, "Enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. I have to make this decision. I have to take action. I have to do what I have to do." So, thought I was just wasting my time. I thought I made a mistake, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is working for other people. Other people are being you know, successful and doing great things. I am." I am capable of doing this. I've been through worse times. I've, I've survived the military, survived uh, deployment in Afghanistan. Why can't I figure this out? Mm-hmm. And I, I decided that I was not going to walk away from it. I, I won't accept defeat as, you know, that's drilled in our heads from day one in boot camp. Mm-hmm. I will not accept defeat. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, that, that's why I said that the military prepared me for life in more ways than one and more ways than I can count. Just being able to draw from that experience of military from day one to the day I got out. I have a reference point literally for almost any life situation that I face at this point where I can say, okay, I overcame that before pull from that place, go from that place, get in that mindset again of fighting through it. And um, I'm just forever grateful to the U.S. Army for for the lessons and for, for preparing me for life in, in so many ways. So what do you feel made the difference? What did this uh, mentor or coach, what did this program do for you? Well, uh, the first thing he did for me um, was... 
he said, picture your life as a blank canvas. Um, we're all born, um, and all your beliefs, everything, almost everything you know someone told you or someone put on the canvas for you. You know, so your beliefs, your, your most of everyone, their political, their cultural, it's all instilled into them, it's all taught to them and put on their life and say, this is the way life should be and this is the way you should live it. In some cultures you have, you have to marry in this culture, you have to marry this girl, you can't marry outside and all different things are put on your canvas. And there comes a point in your life when you have to say, okay, I'm going to create a masterpiece of my life for myself. And you have an opportunity at any given moment to say, I'm going to start on a blank canvas. I'm going to put what I want on it. I'm going to put the life I want. I'm going to put the home I want. I'm going to put the finances I want. I'm going to put the relationships that I want. I'm going to put you know, the, the time off and everything that I want, I'm going to put on this canvas because it's my masterpiece. It's my life. And he really taught me how to to really get out of the the I'm not good enough mindset I would say because mm-hmm. I used to doubt myself a lot that maybe this is not for me maybe I'm not qualified enough maybe you know no one wants to hear me um, I'm just a little kid from Jamaica anyway um, I'm in this big place of the United States um, you know maybe this is not for me and um, I really had to to, to re to reframe my life and really see the possibility of me creating and living life on my own terms and calling the shots and doing what I want to do on my terms and also being a f- be, being a man that my wife and my kids could be proud of. So it sounds like you already had the skills to do what you were wanting to do, but it was more of a mindset. So basically you're realizing that the program that you went through and and what you paid for it was primarily changing your mindset and changing your paradigm correct yes yes so yeah i said um because of my background in jamaica i I kind of uh i I kind of had those experience whether i wanted or not you know i worked in my parents businesses growing up um for so many jobs and so i've been around business been in business all my life and um I've had I had those um, very great experience and lessons I've learned in the military. So uh, I wasn't completely foreign to what I was doing. I just couldn't put the pieces together in the right order. Um, you know, sometimes you could you could have most for most for the most part you have the answers, but it's just getting them in the right order. Correct, correct, and that's exactly the point I'm getting to because you also said other people are doing this. Why can't I? Because you, I have the same knowledge, I have the same skills, but it all went back on mindset. And this is one thing that I have conversations with men all the time, is you have the skills, you know what to do, you know how to do it. We just got to work on your mindset. We got to make you realize that you have what other people want, or whatever the case may be, that you can do this. Mindset is some sort of mumbo-jumbo that some people throw out there, and they twist it in other ways, in one way or another. But I'm here to tell you, when it comes down to it, two men with the same exact skills, the one with the positive mindset and the, and the can-do attitude, and then the one that takes action on that, is going to be the one that wins because I've seen guys, I've seen this time and time again throughout my life. 
action being taken, action being taken, no matter what it is, you put it in any scenario, internet marketing, um, uh, brick and mortar business, so on and so forth. It's always about the mindset. The same action can be taken, but if the mindset is different, the one with the right mindset is going to win every time. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, that's absolutely spot on. Um, I, I don't know if I could put it any better um, because it, it's it, it. And as you said, there's a lot of mumbo jumbo out there around mindset and um, um, and everything surrounding mindset. But it, it's absolutely important, and I can challenge anyone any day to if you ask any ten successful people you can think of. You know, it doesn't have to be a Bill Gates um, level, but any person who you think is relatively successful you can ask them and it's almost going to come down to man i had to make i i made up my mind i had to believe that i could do it and i had to to really fight through um fight through saying fight through getting up every morning and say okay i'm gonna do this no matter what mm-hmm. um when when you think about it it's a reason why only three out of ten people make it through you know navy seal training and special operations i mean any one of them at any time could go and ring that bell and there's no shame in, in it but it's the guys who get up and say okay i don't care i haven't slept in god knows how many days but i still gotta push my body i still got it's, it's all in your mind that's allowing you to make that next step and uh, it's it, it all comes down to mindset, no matter what facet you want to take it, you know, personal, professional, is she brick and mortar, um, um, network marketing, whatever you want to put it to, it starts and ends with your mindset. Absolutely correct. So let's talk about that. What combat business coaching? What is that? How'd that get started? And, and what are you doing for people? Yeah, so combat business coaching, um, it's just me putting my my military experience and um, you know my, my my relative business experience morphed it into something that represented me. Um, and the, the the whole combat business coaching concept is is surrounded by um, a seven step uh, system that that I created. So the first um, step is literally figure out exactly where you are at this point um, before we can do anything else we got to figure out where you are we got to figure out you know how, what what your finances looking like are you if a growth opportunity presents itself are you ready for it can your business take on an additional 100 customers all of those need to be assessed and then once we um we, we get out of our assessment and got our benchmark then we go into mindset Mind, you know, mindset, thinking about how do we think about this, how do we approach this, and from mindset we go into um, your marketing. What, what's your marketing collateral? How are we going to approach marketing creatively um, without breaking the bank? And then from that we go into your business model. What does your business model support? Does your business model support adding on another service, adding another product? Does it support adding more players on your team? And then from that we go into to leverage. How do we leverage time? Everyone gets 24 hours in a day. You have to leverage that in the best way possible. And then we go into systems. Okay, now you, you have all these pieces that you have to put together, and it's a system that you you have to bring a system. And the hallmark of any any system is it has to do these four things at all times. It has to 
bring something into alignment that's to enable either the person or or systems it has to operate that means it has to to work how when you when you put into action and has to be able to endure um endure you know people taking time off or endure you know something catastrophic happening and that's the four four hallmarks of a great business system that I, i've discovered over the years and then um finally we go into strategic partnerships which is i think one of the most important things i could teach any business owner is strategic partnerships and one thing i always bring it back to you know I tell them about the u.s military u.s military we're the best trained most well-equipped military in the world but we have never fought any war by ourselves we always had strategic partners whether you know it, it being you know you have the organizations like nato un and all that other stuff we don't do it by ourselves because we don't have all even though we are the most trained and well equipped we don't have the resources to do it all by ourselves um we can do it for a short burst but then you know when you start adding casualties and equipment failures and all that stuff start happening then you're quickly depleted when you start doing it all by yourself and so I uh, a strategic partnership is really important in any business situation. Um, it, it doesn't have to be, um, uh, I, I say, a, a financial partnership per se, but you have to figure out a way how to, 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 to partner with people that is going to, to help propel you to the next level. Um, partner with people who are going to put you in the right space, in, the right, in front of the right people, and then you have to take the next step and actually do the work and deliver the results. I really like that last one, the partnership and the collaboration. How does that look in real life? Can you give me, you don't have to use like names of any companies or anything, but can you give me an example of how that would look um, in collaboration? Okay, so um, perfect example is I had um, a client, a chiropractor. Um, you know, he was trying to, to get more people in the door, get more consultations going. And, you know, we, we sat down and said, okay, uh, this is what you have at this point. Who else might have these people that might need their bat, you know, lined or cracked or whatever they need? And we figured out, oh, hey, maybe we could, maybe a massage therapist, most of you go to massage because they have a little neck in their back or whatnot. What if we could partner or collaborate with a um with a massage therapist between both of you guys. So as part of his free consultation offer, the, 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 the prospects get a 15 to 30 minute massage over here at this massage therapist. And then, you know, if they like it, they could, you know, they could sign up in the long term for more massage and uh, services and vice versa. If she, she, part of her consultation is you get a massage, you get a 30 minute consultation over here to check your back, make sure everything is okay. And they exchange, and they're exchanging that that equally. And there's no additional dollars spent on marketing or anything else. It's just a sure really strategic partnership that works out works out great for for both parties. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. That's a great way to do business, and I'm sure that that can translate in many different industries uh, across the board. Absolutely, absolutely. Very cool. So. Andreas, at this point, we are going to pay it forward to Men of Abundance. You ready to do that? Yes, sir. Wonderful. Hey, Abundant Leaders, I want to help you connect with your customers, your clients, and help you get your message out to the world. You can reach and connect with your ideal customer 
by being a guest on multiple podcasts that are specific to your niche. Now, I know many of you have amazing stories, amazing products, services, whatever it may be, but some of you either don't want to sell, you don't want to come off as a salesperson, or you simply don't know how to reach those people that are looking for what you have to offer. All you have to do is tell your story, but where do you tell your story? On a podcast. And I'm going to connect you with a team of people who are going to help you do just that. They're going to find podcasts that fit your specific niche. They will coach you on what to do before the podcast, during the podcast, and after the podcast. They're even going to set up the show art, and they're going to send it out on social media on your behalf. They're going to take care of everything for you. And you're going to get exposure to hundreds of thousands of people in your niche looking for you. The name of the team I'm going to connect you with is Tom Schwab over at Interview Valet. Go to the show notes of this show, scroll all the way down to the bottom where it says resources, and you're going to see Interview Valet. Click on that link and see what Tom has to offer for you so that you can finally get your message out to the right people and stop wasting time and money. Now, I was already very impressed with Interview Valet because they have sent me guests and I have been sharing their links, so they have graciously asked me to be an affiliate with Interview Valet. What that does for Men of Abundance is that keeps the mic on. So when you use their service, we keep the mic on. If you're finally ready to connect with your perfect customer, go to menofabundance.com and either click on the show notes of this show or go to the resources page and click on that link in Interview Valet. Now let's get back to the show. So give Men of Abundance one to three actionable steps that they can take today. One to three actionable steps you can take today. Write down your goals. Figure out one thing you can do to move your goal forward, no matter how small. And third, reach out to someone who can connect you to someone else. Excellent action steps. I love that. What daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life? I have to say the the biggest daily habits I do at this point is journaling. Uh, at first, I, I, I didn't like it, but then it's become like more of a therapeutic type of thing for me at this point. I, I get up and journal for 10, 15 minutes in the morning, kind of plan out my day ahead, kind of just uh, you know being grateful for, for life and for all the lessons and everything that I've been through to this point. And, um, you know, so journaling is, is a big part of my life and what I do every day. Very cool. What book would you recommend to our abundant leaders and why? What book? Um, I would say The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And it, it just, in simple terms, it just it just teaches you, you have a big goal and you just take small actionable steps every day, no matter how small. And over time, you will have done enough small steps that will build up the momentum to take you to your big uh, goal. Yeah, Compound Effect is definitely an, a very good book, one to certainly get started with. If you're on any sort of journey of self-development, personal development, uh, Compound Effect is is paramount. I mean, it's definitely in one of the top three to five books you should be reading right away. And I will have that book listed with a link to it. Uh, in the show notes of this show at menofabundance.com, just search Andreas in the search bar and this episode will pop right up and you can go through there. And the cool thing about the show notes is there are timestamps in the show notes. So if there's any part of this conversation that you want to time travel to, you can just click on that 
time and it'll take you right there within the show and you can get you know that way you don't have to scroll back and forth and try to find it it'll go right to that point of interest it's really cool so i got one last question for you andreas and that is what does living a life of abundance mean to you all right living a life of abundance uh, means that i have harmony in my in my marriage in my finances and in my work so um, I'm not of the school of thought of work-life balance and more work-life harmony um, because at any given time, something's going to have your focus that's going to be out of whack. But there's the ability to harmonize that, you know, like an orchestra does. Um, you know, sometimes you're going to have, you know, more drums or more piano. But at the end goal is creating a beautiful sound no matter which instrument has a dominating uh, presence at that moment in time. And so um, I, I really strive for work-life harmony. I have never heard that analogy like that before. I absolutely love it. I will probably be using it later. I'll give you credit for it once or twice, and then it's mine, all right? Okay. <laughs> no, really, that's awesome. I love it. All right, man, so I appreciate your time. We're going to close this up, but before we do, I'd love for you to leave us with a parting piece of guidance and any way that we can get in touch with you and find out more about what you have to offer the community. Absolutely. So my parting piece of guidance um, is to the men is um as i said earlier in the show if it's your dream why would you wait one more day to pursue it um fight for your dream you know don't give up on it um you know if you really want to make a dent if you really want to leave a legacy that your family could be proud of you have to fight for your dream because um it's not only about you if you have a family you you should know how important it is um you know for you to to leave a legacy a family could be proud of and be someone your wife and your kids can be absolutely proud of it of at any given moment and uh the best way to get in contact with me is at my website uh combatbusinesscoaching.com and there's all my contact information there um social media uh, profiles and all that good stuff is there perfect and i'll have that link in the show notes as well Men of Abundance, take his advice. Do not wait another day. Don't wait another minute. Give somebody a call. Somebody can show you how to do what you want to do. There's always a way. So if you need any of the services that Andreas just mentioned in combat business coaching, absolutely get in contact with him. See what he's got to offer. See what he's got. Because there are so many programs out there for coaching and mentorship, but it's all about connecting with the person that you resonate with most. And Andreas just get, put himself out there on this show. He shared his kick in the gut moment. He was very real with us. He communicated with you. And I believe he might be the man that you've been looking for to help you finally get started and get to that next level in your business or uh, whatever else you have going on. So Andreas, I truly appreciate your time, man. And uh, I appreciate everything that you're doing for the community and for people in general. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Wally. It's been great. Awesome. You're definitely an abundant leader, and it's proud to have you on the show, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. All right, abundant leaders, that is our conversation for today. But before I let you go, I want to let you know that when you go to menofabundance.com forward slash 051 or any of the podcast episodes, at menofabundance.com, you're going to find a little subscribe button. You can subscribe to my newsletter there, but the cool thing about that is, is I'm going to be sharing with you exclusive messages from a few of our guests that are going to give messages directly to you, the subscribers of Men of Abundance. 
Now you already get very amazing and valuable information from the podcast itself. But for those of you who want just a little bit more personal message, as well as a message once a week from me that's going to highlight any number of very abundant projects, abundant leaders, and and I'm even going to be sharing some crazy, quirky, silly information about me that's actually kind of embarrassing. I'll be sharing that once a week. And um, you can laugh at my expense. So if you think you'll find value or at least some humor in that, go ahead and subscribe under any one of the podcast episodes. Now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.